You're listening to The Simple Truth, an LL Canada podcast. We hope this message will bring transformation, not just information, and encourage and challenge you into a deeper relationship with Jesus. We're going to talk about um, wounding, actually now within the marriage, not just wounding before we get married but now within the marriage and so you know every single one of us actually when we get married have a dream and a desire that our spouse Mm. is going to love us and accept us and fill all those places on the inside that we have a need we may not communicate it but there's somewhere deep inside that we want that selfless, unconditional love. Not necessarily that we're going to give it to our spouse, but we have an expectation, don't we, that we want to receive it. That's possible, yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and so actually the ideal is that actually we would be affirming, that we would honor, love, cherish, that there'd be you know, a sense of feeding each other's spirits and selflessness. However, Sin. Sin has created this incredible uh, selfish nature, hasn't it? We call it the carnal nature, and it really impacts relationships, doesn't it? Yeah, and I think we forget that that's what we do naturally. Like if we look that's at, right. we're not godly naturally. We're no. not loving naturally. We can be very selfish naturally. Oh, yes. absolutely. Yeah. yeah. So we wound each other. We wound each other in our relationship, and sometimes it can happen. Um, you know, when we're dating and we carry wounds even and then right into marriage or we can actually, you know, at the beginning stages of a relationship, there can be just lots of different kind of wounds that come in. But we often don't know we're wounded until we're in the relationship. But our reactions toward being wounded are usually very visible and Uh, very loud. Sometimes, yeah. Yeah. So we wanted to... To everyone else. Yes, yes, exactly. So how does wounding impact us? We're going to kind of review again about body, soul, and spirit because this is one of the foundational teachings of LL is to understand how the damage and the wounds and the suffering, wounded places, the unhealed hurt gets stuck inside. And so I just want to review again that we're made in the image of God and God actually made us with a body, of course. He made us with a soul, which is our mind, our will and emotions, and then our human spirit. And there's three parts of us that make up this um, whole person. In our human spirit, just to review again, is that creative side of who we are. That worship, that ability to worship and connect to the heart of God. Um, But there's also a conscience, a place that's tender, tender inside. And obviously when we have sin, it gets affected, doesn't it? Mm -hmm. And then most of all in our human spirit is our identity. And it's really who we are. Even before, you know, we have a job or our personality develops, God knows who we are in our human spirit. And so we're identified by him in our human spirit. And so wounding can actually really go deep, not just obviously into the soul, which is our mind or will and emotions and hurt us, but there can be a crushing that happens um, when we betray each other or when we break trust. And we're going to go into that a little bit more detailed in the next session, but wounding can definitely impact us in those three places. I think it's true. And I think when you mentioned identity, Mm. I think we we often, God knows who we are, you said, yeah, and we know who we are, but they're not the same. Right. Often we're carrying some shame or something because shame shame hits at that part of me where I answer the question, am I, do I have a good heart or a bad heart? Mm. Am I 
you know, have I passed or failed, you know, those kind right. of things. It, it, shame hits you there, but often doesn't come to the surface until somebody else tries to love you there. Oh, that's good. And, and, and what gets exposed is my ability, not just my ability to love Karen, mm -hmm. but my ability to receive Karen's love exposes feelings of unworthiness, yeah. shamefulness, some of that kind of stuff. And, and again, you don't see it until an intimate relationship exposes it. And that's why it looks like the problems in the marriage, it's not, right. it's just that the marriage is revealing the real me. Right, we often talk about, you know, two broken people get married and they have these wounds and these wounds touch each other. How is it possible that you marry somebody and they know exactly how to touch the sore spot in you and you know how to touch the sore spot in them. It's really quite phenomenal, isn't it? So hypothetically, <laughs> if you, or not so hypothetically, if you took uh, a man who's wounded in the area, let's say, of, of rejection and carries anger. Yeah. And Karen's wound, where, where does the anger touch? Well, it could touch way back into childhood with an angry father or, you know, a place where, you know, there was a, a, another male, right, representing um, safety and all you could feel was the anger. Yeah, so yeah. what it means, though, is it, this bypasses logic right because it's it's often written on the navigational system of our heart so mm -hmm. early on mm -hmm. that i don't mean to come across as angry right. it could be real anger it could be anger because i don't get my way which is not as pretty or as legitimate it could be anger at injustice mm. which i can feel but i don't feel as often it's not always that righteous if you will it could be passion mm. it could be um uh, a seriousness, but mm -hmm. any of those can trigger that spot of anger. Mm -hmm. And and the in a sense, I don't mean to do that. I don't even understand what's happening. Right, right. But if I touch that wound, it's like a trigger. Mm -hmm. It's not a logically deducted um, course of action. Right. It's a course of action planned, not planned, executed and learned right. way back when. Mm -hmm. We don't know this until our lives touch each other. Right. I touch her wound, she touches my wound, and the conversation goes Right. And we're going, what just happened? How come we're we're not doing what God says to do in his word? Because we're not, you know what I mean? Yeah. But but actually we're two broken people and the marriage is bringing out our woundedness. Yeah. And so one of the things that can also develop when we touch each other's wounds like this, it's almost like Kent said, a mini explosion happens. That bitter root judgments start to, to form towards one another. You know, it's, it's interesting when, you know, you're dating and, you know, um, you're in that season of falling in love. You'd never think that actually you'd become embittered toward the very person that is your beloved. And yet how easily can a bitter root and judgment, and I'll explain that in a minute, form mm, when yes. that your own wounded place gets triggered. Because you start to, you know, and I really believe this is where the enemy loves to come in and he loves to play with our thoughts and our minds and start to lie to us and say, you know, he really doesn't love you or he really is not being very considerate right now. And, you know, those things can become so dangerous. They, they begin to form somewhere deep in the heart, I believe. You know, the heart is, a, is obviously, you know, an organ, but it really, when we describe the heart in the Christian life, it really is a living um, not just an organ, but it's part of where, I guess you could say almost your soul and your spirit combine and where you actually feel and those things that are, you know, 
very uh, vital to you or that you, you care deeply about, our hearts can become embittered so quickly. And it's almost like, you know, that person, that spouse that was your beloved, you know, maybe even just a few years ago or just recently can turn into your enemy in a heartbeat because they've touched something that, you know, they didn't intend to touch and, and it can really wound you. And so bitterroot judgments form. And really what that is, is there's a bitterness that happens deep inside. It's touched the wound and then we make a judgment. So we actually make a judgment and say, they're not being very sensitive. They're not being very kind. And then we have an expectation they won't be kind. And so these bitter root judgments hang around in relationships and they really rob us of the life. I, I, I would really ask the question too is, are they happening in marriage mm -hmm. or are they being affirmed in an mm. illegitimate or exposed in the marriage, but they don't originate in marriage. So in other words, yeah. if, if I've been hurt by someone who was controlling or dominant in my life, mm -hmm. I can actually interpret my wife's right. desire to connect with me as controlling. It's actually not her issue. It's my distorted perspective that I don't know how to interpret femininity because I've already drawn a conclusion in my life about control and she must be trying to control me. You understand That's this is true. my wound. Yeah. And I, I may have 2020 vision. I'm wearing glasses right now. It, <laughs> I may think I have 2020 vision, but I can't see clearly hmm. the heart of femininity mm -hmm. because of a wound mm -hmm. that has become uh, bitter. And I've made a judgment about mm -hmm. the type of people mm -hmm. who do that. Do you follow what I'm saying? Yeah. So what actually happens is there's a sowing and reaping now in my relationships. Yes. I don't realize I'm responsible for it, but I hold the keys to either hold on or let go of that. Yeah, it's really true. Thank you for joining this episode of The Simple Truth. Visit LLCanadaCourses.com for more information about LL Canada and the resources we offer.